0: Hooray for not breaking stuff. We have a process here. It works.
1: What the fuck's going on down there? Hello, welcome to January 29, 2016's recording of WTFATFW. My internet name is Vangelis, and I'm very excited about the very pretty thunderhoof that's coming out in Japan, as TJ pointed out. Isn't that right, TJ?
2: Uh, absolutely. Japan
1: makes very pretty toys, it turns out. Yeah, if you want the prettiest Frank Stallone, or if you want Quillfire with his little symbol thing, which I think isn't on the American one, then those are up for pre-order now. I... I have a super pretty skids on pre-order. It was really dumb. I pre-ordered those two, and I thought, well, well, I'm here. I may as well pre-order Japanese Fracture and Megatronus, because I have the American ones, and they're great. And then I just had to pay for Fracture, and I almost forgot, like, overnight that I did that. And I was like, this is going to suck when Megatronus comes out, and I forget I pre-ordered him, and that's another 20 bucks. But <laughs> uh, also joining us is Aaron, who's... Uh, this Is this, this going to be your last week with us for a while in uh, whatever non-Connecticut state you're in?
0: Yes, this is going to be my last Indiana recording until May, yeah. possibly, two or three months out in Connecticut, not Connecticut, Connecticut. I'm going to keep saying Connecticut
1: it it down. down. I'm shutting it down because no, I need to get you to start to I need to not let you forget it so that it's always floating on the edge of your tongue when you're trying to not say it in Connecticut. He's there's, really, there's a reason really trying to get you to Freudian slip this.
2: Yeah, there's a reason I hate you, Chris
1: it's 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 a good reason though and it's a positive reason it's uh it's positive hate with a heart for an a uh Aaron, are you gonna get some baffling and whatnot to just really kit out that studio apartment you'll be uh oh i
0: i it would take like half a sheet for the size of this apartment it's not not a very big you apartment. just
1: save your egg cartons for a couple of weeks and then just put them on the walls yeah um that's exciting and uh, you're you're gonna be over there with uh, that the guy who disappeared off of the internet, Crasis.
0: Yeah, Um, he lives a ways away, um, like twenty minute drive away yeah. or so. I think is what he was saying. But from the looks of the uh, photos that I've got uh, from actually a podcast listener that hit me up in the last episodes thread to be like, hey, I'm kind of local and can check it out, and then he went and checked out the apartment for me. So oh, wow. Bob, thank you very wow. much. Um, I owe you and your wife a drink or three and a get-together at some point in time. But, um, yeah, it's a nice, it's a little tiny apartment, but it's, I mean, it's exactly what I need. It's not like I'm going to be throwing parties and living it up there. It's going to be a place to stay while I'm working.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, it sounds like you're not going to be in the position to do the, the really awful thing that happens sometimes when you just temporarily live somewhere, which is, as a toy collector... You live somewhere temporarily, and then it's time to leave, and you realize how hard it's going to be to pack all the stuff you bought while you were there.
0: Right, that's going to be the other thing. I, I think I can keep my normal like toy collecting momentum because I I don't get like crazy with it, um, and it should all end up back in a box
1: or two to be able to make it home. But well, the bigger question is, are you going to bring anything with you?
0: Uh, the desktop computer so i can do all this stuff uh, got a extra plan charge kit so i can have an xbox controller plugged into my computer and i think my computer is going to be all my entertainment center and it's I, the little tiny tv may get an hdmi cable thrown over to the computer i don't know i'd have to take a look at that but
1: yeah you're gonna you're gonna full gonna go full streaming while you're there right like i I would recommend against paying for any cable if you can avoid it.
0: Yeah, well, cable's already included. Oh, okay. Oh, whatever. In the price of everything. So, I don't know. I may become a cable junkie again, but probably not.
1: (laughs) So, the whole time you're there, I can just keep asking you, so, Aaron, what are commercials like right now? (laughs) Hell. (laughs) That happened when I went to visit my mom last week, uh, and when she was over here the week before. Um, Like, the slip happened, because she watches TV still. So, she's like, did you see the commercial with it? And I was like, no. No. I haven't co marsh co Marshall. I was like, unless they uploaded it to YouTube because they were so proud of it. I probably haven't seen it. Yeah. No, the one thing I'm not sure about is if this place has closet space. Ah, see, so you, you you can't stay mint in box the whole time you're there. Yeah. Well, no, I was
0: just not, like for hanging up clothes and stuff as I'm sitting here looking at these photos Wait. instead of on my phone, looking at them on a computer, you
1: put clothes in your closet. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's weird. I'm so I'm getting ready to buy a Calax shelf from IKEA to put in my closet to better organize all the boxes I threw in my closet. Because mm-hmm. I guess that's what my life's become. Uh, as as for the life of Transformers, he segued. We've got some news on the Combiner Wars machinima series because apparently they finished their scripts, so it's written. Uh. They've also been filming some behind-the-scenes, like, preliminary footage. The main thing I want to point out is you see you see the, the two pictures in our front page item mm-hmm. for this? You see, if you look down there, do you see how they've been filming with what looks like KFC Citizen Stack and Powered Stack sort of crammed in a shelf?
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. yeah. Really unceremoniously as though someone said, yo, maybe you shouldn't have those out front and center. I think that's kind of funny.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to identify what is that Golden Prime and some of those. Are those all MP01 and 10 variants? Because there's like three Uh, or four different uh, heights of Optimus Prime in there. I think there's an MP10 and then like a Gold01 or something, but there's a whole lot of other things in there too.
1: There's another one behind it that's... Oh, no, that no, might. Be... Oh God! Well,
0: heck, they are quintessens right in front of them. That's got to be. Oh that,
1: yeah, you're right. Those are uh, impossible toys.
0: All the impossible toy stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, that doesn't matter. They don't exist anymore. Uh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Sadness. Um. Yeah, I, I didn't even think about this quintessons because yeah, the, the KFC Ultra Magnuses because there's a ma- there's an MP Magnus down there too, and it, it looks like the two KFC ones were really hastily sort of stacked on each other. Uh. But I I don't know why I wanted to point that out. That's the only thing that stuck out to me. Um, I'm excited to see what this is uh, when it's finished. If the script is all done, it sounds like the rumor is a Japanese production company is going to do the animation. Um, Apparently, according to hints on Twitter, Hot Rod slash Rodimus Prime is going to have a major role. It should be really funny if it's straight up based on Combiner Wars. So his major role ends with him being a chest. Uh, I want to see how this turns out. Uh, I've seen some talk that the timing on this is unfortunate because... Combiner Wars as a brand is stepping back basically now, uh, aside mm-hmm. from box sets. But I think the box sets, between being like this sort of older audience-oriented online series and having just box sets out, I think it matches up okay. Like it, it, to me, that that kind of jives um, all together with with what this program seems like it's going to be. But uh, Aaron, do uh, you, you have any any uh, any feelings about this, or are you still just in wait and see mode? It's all wait and see because the
0: first I'd really heard about this was that they'd finished the script. Oh, yeah, they've been. I mean, I I would remember hearing buzzing about it, but just like,
1: hey, they're working on it, and now it's hey, the script's done. Yeah, they they've been. Uh, George K has been tweeting and retweeting some photos for like months now of them just having their script meetings and getting boxes and boxes of Combiner Wars toys.
0: Yeah, well, uh, I mean, what is that ultimately? Hey, we're having meetings and toys that I already have.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, they they looked like they were having a good time. I uh, yeah. I would totally be into getting just, like, <laughs> stacks of Spare Combiner Wars toys because the, the custom potential, man, the custom potential. Yeah. This is all completely ignoring the part about, you know, that stuff also being inspiration for writing the script. Um, right. Well, I'm, I'm excited to see what actually comes out of it
0: and it appearing to be you know, official and sanctioned and, and working with people inside. And I think it'll be cool. It's just so early in it that it's like, it's the thing that's happening. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, DJ, how about you? Do you have any, uh, any hopes for this thing now that we're, uh, like we're, we're script locked.
2: I am happy to see
1: the progress being made since
2: everything we've had since now has just been, well, we're working on something. By like Yeah. Like, that, yeah that's about as much as we've had it's like it's a thing that might possibly exist if we don't get our legs cut out from under us anytime soon, so the fact that we've got an entire, we've we've we're starting to get scripts finished gives me a little bit of hope that there is momentum here and there is progress going on that's good for me Because like, this is supposed to be like
1: supposed to be like our series right it's supposed like, to be. I mean, I, I think that they would like to say in an interview it's meant for the fans and collectors. I think that in the bigger picture, it's going to be it won't well, be for kids and it won't be to sell toys necessarily. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The description made it sound like uh, our answer to Renegades. Yeah,
1: I, yeah, I guess I, I I would caution that I think rene- it's not going to be the tone of Renegades. Oh, well, no. But yeah, it, it's that's probably the closest parallel I could think of. I just I feel I feel weird saying it because I, I feel like that's setting people up for like episode one, like whatever our equivalent major blood is gonna be lying in a gigantic pool of blood on the front steps of the, the White House or whatever. But uh No yeah, it's 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 I guess I guess the closest thing to a renegades that we're going to see for Transformers. Um and yeah, I hope it turns out well. And admittedly, yes, there's very little else to talk about except that we've We've got these great shots of these guys' display shelves and, you know, trying to pick out what else might be in here that maybe isn't supposed to be in there. Is I, I want to know what the, um, so you see how he's got the MP10 and the black MP10? Mm-hmm. What's the third one on the right? Is that clear or is that something else? It almost looks, God, it almost looks prototype. Now, hmm. Cause I, yeah, it, it looks interesting. I don't know if with the,
2: God, with the with the other ones there, I'm wondering if that's if some of those aren't like uh
1: eye gear releases, like shrunken MPO1s with different paint jobs. They could be that second row, like the red and the purple one back there. The purple one might be the eye gear, because I don't think there's been an official purple masterpiece prime. Uh Has there? No, there's
2: the Evangelion one.
1: That's not the Eva Prime though, is it? That doesn't look like it. There's no. um... That one had a notable green element.
2: We're not. Well, we can't see much of it from here. Well, enhance.
1: And this thing looks like its colors blasted out a little bit, too. Enhance. Use the Blade Runner technology we're supposed to have. You know, clickety clickety click. Yeah. Okay, that's. That's not the right automatopoeia. It's a valiant <laughs> attempt, but that's. No. Well, you do your version of the Blade Runner sound effects then. It's got to be sharper. It's got to be less and more like more more tongue okay okay yeah 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 you're right you're right yeah i, I apologize that's nah, okay you know this i'm just i'm just big dogging that that's all <laughs> anyway um we're gonna continue on so we're uh we got a lot of stuff we can talk about without even having to ask each other to talk about things we got more fuzzy leaks this is, uh, this is old-timey, crappy leaks. This is not the, I have the image and I've sliced it up and monochromized it and blah, blah, blah. This is, I'm taking fuzzy pictures off of computer monitor-style leaks that we've now got popping up. Um, and these are images that relate to Titan's Return stuff for Scourge, Dome Mindwipe, and Alpha Trion. Uh Scourge and Mindwipe, I think, are the easiest ones to talk about. Scourge, in particular, we're basically seeing what looks like an entire deco layout sheet. Um, like pointing out where all the paint ops are happening and everything. And this is what I was talking about, about like these leaks being on a, a kind of scary level. Cause this is the, the sort of thing that they would show at a bot con and say, please don't take pictures of this because it's got like Pantone numbers on it and stuff. Um, so this is what I mean about, I hope no one that I, I would like to see still working on the brand is getting in trouble over this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking for Scourge, uh, he's so he's got a little Titan Master guy, and the thing that I, I the main thing about this Scourge that I, I wanted to point out is, if you look at his gun, you see there's like a socket on his gun that looks almost like a seat for the Titan Master, and I wonder mm-hmm. if that's going to be like the Target Master version uh, of the Titan Master gimmick, because um, mm-hmm. because he, Scourge's head looks really small, and I'm almost thinking like that doesn't even really look like it's the Titan Master to me. But I mean, I guess we'll see when he comes out. Um, TJ, what are you thinking about this? What, what you can see of this scourge?
2: From what I can see, it's definitely an interesting take on the toy. Like uh, to this point, I think the titanium was kind of as close as we got to a modern G1 scourge that like really invoked the spaceship element to him.
1: Yeah, because uh, I mean, a lot of people have pointed out what's the point of this toy when we had that great one a couple years ago that uh, in, gen- in generations and it's that one didn't turn into a spaceboat. Would be yeah, my right. answer. A yeah, spaceboat thing...
0: slash piece of soap. Yeah. And,
1: yeah. and this thing needs to look like a fat surfboard. Yeah. And the Generations one, I would go on to say, had kind of a better alt mode, but we've yeah. never had alt. a modern Scourge that turned into a spaceboat aside from that titanium one.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is part of the identity to turn into this vaguely defined spaceship kind of thing because he is supposed to be very alien of sorts. Yeah. I would say the Generations one so far was extremely good Earth mode version yeah. of the character. But look, OK, look at series like Animated, for instance, where everyone was perfectly fine with an Earth and Cybertronian version of characters and yet very distinct and diff- different toys out of them,
1: even though they're the same character. This is the same thing. Yeah. And also, this means that if you don't like this scourge, then I got good news for you. There's a great one that came out a couple years ago. You know, if you think this one's too simplified or something, go and look for the old one because it's pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Aaron, how are you feeling about Scourge?
0: Um, I I still think he is a headmaster there. Um, I think that we've just gotten used to like the leader and large and the the large size ones where they then also have the thing that goes on the head. Yeah, because if you look. Like there's the head block, and then there's a thing up to the side, and I think that thing up to the side might be Mm. arm or leg bits.
2: Yeah, the part I'm looking at is the fact the Titan Master has a hole through the center of his thighs. Like, if that if that like folds over like a typical headmaster would, that's where you Mm -hmm. plug in that little top piece that
1: Scourge has. It's super. It super doesn't help that this is like just blurry enough to make those particular details. Right, ride that kind of that that little border.
0: <laughs> yeah, because this is scourges at least is a deco sheet because you can see where they're showing the different ways that decals need to be applied. Yeah. So they're not concerned so much about making this a clear glamour shot, and then you know whoever took this photo has a potato for a camera.
1: Yeah, well, I mean um, this looks like. This this also looks like the kind of thing where oh I want to take a picture of this in a dark room where the monitor is a source of light and I have to do it fast. Right? That's why you
0: shoot video because you can get more out of it. Oh,
1: damn. This guy What's this saying? guy knows his espionage. Uh no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Me neither. Um the the main complaint I've heard about this scourge aside from like, you know, his robot mode is a little it's the wings are not huge. Uh, also his robot mode um and this may be a factor of the blur. Uh although I don't know if the blur would do this. It looks like his robot mode is mostly just this one color of or one shade of blue. Uh and if that's the case, I'm going to say like yes, that kind of sucks, but Look at Combiner Wars wheeljack and look at repro labels. This feels like another one of those toys where a the paint looks like it probably was focused on the alt mode to to make the boat have that, you know, like those little uh kind of fin-shaped bits of different blues playing together. Um and then you can get Labels to just come in and do a whole the whole sticker sheet to cover his robot body.
2: Well, also, have you seen a G1 Scourge lately?
1: I actually just did last week when I moved my He's blue. Yeah, he's pretty blue. Abadi, Abadi. He's blue. Uh, I, I wouldn't go as far as to karaoke out the Porky Pig bit, but yes. Well, I'm not going Porky Pig. We're going. We're going Eiffel 65. I know. I, I'm mixing my metaf- metaphors or similes. When you're literally saying it, what would you? Never mind. This is a stupid conversation I'm having <laughs> with myself. Uh, yeah, I mean, he is also a very blue character. Um, but I, he just, he, this strikes me as if that, if he, if he is a very monotone look in robot mode, like there are so many solutions and I mean, they're called repper labels, uh, that, that make business off of that kind of thing. I mean, yes, you're buying a label sheet and if you don't want to do that, then I can't tell you to do that. But you know, between that and a Japanese version, that probably would happen. <laughs> I think that there's nothing to worry about in the long run. Um, and let's talk about Mindwipe because we also have a clear look at his robot mode, and we can see like a piece of his bat mode, and then whatever the hell the thing on the top left is. That like I, I thought that was Chop Shop for a second, and I was like, seriously, another Chop Shop? Uh, but it's not. Uh, Mindwipe, another Headmaster, another classic Headmaster who has his entire body. Uh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Aaron, what are you thinking about uh, the look of this dude? Like, we cannot really see his bat mode, but we can see his robot mode. Right. It's uh, I think it looks it has a good profile.
0: Um the colors look right. Mm-hmm. Um again, I think this is a little bit darker, but again, I think that's the photograph, not the item.
1: Yeah, especially the edge of the photograph where like everything right. is getting darker.
0: Right. So um I think he looks good and from that I see like the folding panels around the legs, so it looks like he's got Something going on, like maybe he has two layers of wing or something.
1: This, this is the case where I'm like, yo, dude, you took such a big picture of Scourge. Could you not have done the same here yeah. where it would have really mattered? Again, this is this is video because
0: <laughs> the Chrome Dome head as one of the... Fo- yeah, it looks like Chrome Dome. I mean, heck, that might as well be the uh, um, Fans Project Chrome Dome head, wherever he's at on my desk. I was going to hold it up to the side and go, yep, it's pretty much the same thing. But... <laughs> I mean I think colors look good, profile
2: looks good. Mm-hmm. Let's let's see the real thing.
1: And uh TJ, uh how you feeling about Mindwipe?
2: I really like the look of Mindwipe. Mhm. In general, I I've, I've always really liked the look of him. It's one of those G1 toys I really would be after if it wasn't for the fact it's a Headmaster and it's way too stupidly expensive because of that head. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So I'm I'm really really looking forward to that. It's got a good look to it. It's got a good shape and color from
1: what I can see I, right now. I love that he does not have gigantic beast mode wings clearly f- hanging off of his body.
2: Yeah, that that's like a really good size for the wing. Hmm. It's been pointed out, and it might as well be pointed out here if the. Now, now that we have a, a crocodile and a bat, and it's the Beast Wars twentieth anniversary, they need to redo
1: these. Oh, that would be a fun two pack. They they need to do that. Like that, you know, the robot modes wouldn't be right, of course. But who cares? Every, oh, who cares? Everyone's a headmaster, so you just get the you just get the Optimus and Megatron headmasters in on that, or Titan Masters. Uh-huh. So they have the right heads. Yeah,
2: you know. See, that even sets a precedent because, okay, let's do a two-pack, just like the old Beast Wars figure set. We'll do it up as an anniversary pack. Uh, you know, opt- Optimus Bat and Mega Gator. And this kind of gives us a precedent where we can also take that Optimus Titan Master Head and swap him around at some point so we can do
1: that the 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 weird Optimus Gator down the line. You know, I feel like that's even more likely to happen than the two-pack idea but yeah here's like here's the thing
2: like in in current hasbro where 84 autobots are combiners we've released victory characters at retail like i i think they're crazy enough to do that at this point
1: I, i'm sure it's at least like a whitelist a bull idea that wouldn't get shot down immediately and i mean I'll i'll also say for the sake of the people yelling like of course they wouldn't look perfect for those characters, it would look like redecos that are drawing from an homage, but especially with the swappable head idea, if these head, if these Titan masters are not bound to the steel molds of their main bodies and they or their parts could be, you know, swapped around before production, like it could still be pretty fun. Like, you know, it wouldn't be perfect, but whatever, worst case, just skip it. Um, I like that idea a lot. Anyway, uh, do you guys really have anything you want to say about the Chrome Dome? Other than it looks like Chrome Domes, I got nothing really. It's he's got it's head. he's got the IDW ear thing going on, like with the, yeah. the zigzaggy ears. So that's kind of nice to see. But yeah, uh, my
2: worry on him is that we can clearly see a separate head. Or if you look at the others, you can see Titan Master modes, but not just like a straight up shot of a head mode, which makes me worry
1: that that might be all there is. Oh you mean like he might be a single pack titan master? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I've seen yeah, that maybe. I've seen that fear in the thread. There's the uh the the grand list of of transmissions rumors mentioned something about a chrome dome being a deluxe and uh, whatever source they used seemed to have It seems whatever source they used probably just had these pictures. Uh given how much this stuff all syncs up but We'll see in like a month. So, yeah. I, when I saw people freaking out about, like, oh, God, is Chrome Dome on his own? I was like, don't freak out yet. You'll know in like four weeks tops. So, mm-hmm. don't worry about it. Unless they don't reveal it at New York Toy Fair, which would be a super shame. Um, <laughs> like, if that, if that thing has to wait till Bachcon or San Diego, I'd just be like, oh, man, running my hand through my hair. Um,. But let's let's talk a little bit about this this Alpha Tryon artwork thing. Like this, so I'm looking at the artwork, and you can see the thrusters underneath his neck. So this is like the artwork they did for all the Voyagers and Leaders, uh, where like the head is like rocketing down onto the body. So that leads me to think mm. this is going to be like a Voyager or a Leader. Um, and people have been talking a lot about beast stuff on him. When I'm looking at him, like I'm not saying it doesn't look like there's beast stuff. I'm just saying it just looks like there's curvy stuff more than it looks like there's beast stuff but
0: uh i yeah, i see what you're saying
1: yeah like yeah. like i mean it absolutely looks like it could be beast stuff it just doesn't look overtly 100% beast to me it looks just curvy um it could be like you know weird techno organic uh spaceship material but either way it's neat that the, it looks like there's going to be an alpha try on um and at a a decent scale the only bummer i'm seeing is like that Titan Master looks like it doesn't have a beard, and that is worrying me. Because if you do an Alpha Tryon without a beard, then I'm sorry, who did you say you made? Nobody. So what? And then I'm like backing out of the room and being one of those weirdos. Um, TJ, what are you thinking about this glimpse of an Alpha Tryon? Man, he's ornamented. Yeah, like three like, or four oh. layers on the shoulders.
2: Like, all the paint that went off
1: of Scourge is on this guy. Unless it's just in the artwork, in which case that would be a super bummer. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Poor artist. Yeah, because right now it's, like, super blurry, but it also looks extremely cool. Yeah. Like, now, I did hear rumor on this one where, like, supposedly this is a jet and a lion for an alt mode.
1: Like, which would make him a Voyager triple changer. Yeah, I mean, um, Sentinel Prime is a triple changer yeah so yeah that that fit. no no wait all the voyagers are triple changers all the yeah. voyagers are triple yeah. changers that's the gimmick that's, that's
2: part of the thing yeah, yeah that would be neat <clears throat> it, it would be neat and there's two trains of thoughts is number one uh vector prime win. yeah and the other thought
1: is jet and lion uh victory leo win. that would be a weird way to do victory leo i wouldn't be against it hmm. But that that would be a. Actually, you know what? If they're doing that, Lyokaiser Kaiser for real, then sure, do a Victory well, keep, Leo. Yeah.
2: Keep in mind, like in gener in normal generations, they did uh, they did Black Shadow.
1: Yeah, you're right.
2: Yeah, like the precedent is there.
1: Although, how weird would that be if they do a Victory Leo before a Star Saber? <laughs> hey just to just to string you and all you star Sabre fans along for a little bit longer yeah- Amer- <laughs> let's be fair.
2: The American version of Star Sabre needs a bit of an overhaul before we reintroduce them anyway, yeah
1: also at this point, after masterpiece Star Sabre is anyone really being strung along? it's like we're not getting our new vo version of Star Sabre. We only have this really excellent masterpiece that references the original <laughs> uh. I want a budgeted twenty dollar one now, so I could say the masterpiece is better. I need one with like hollowed out parts and half the paint apps. Yeah, I don't want to see forearm panels. I want to see forearm gaps. God <laughs> damn it. Uh, that's a that's a that 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 sounds like a very sound theory. Um, this all makes me really hope. Like, okay, this is two things. First, it makes me really hopeful that all these questions will be answered by this month. The other side of the coin is. It's kind of a bummer that this is the way we're being introduced to these concepts rather than just a big, cool info dump of, like, a bunch of surprises. Um, but, I, I mean, I've not hung up on it enough to be really sad about it. I'm just thinking, like, man, if I had just been... Like, that... the uh, mind wipe, for instance. Like, one of my big questions after the initial reveals was, are they going to do all the classic headmasters, or at least, you know, the deluxe headmasters? Uh, like, those original seven... Um, and so, seeing it this way, rather than, like, you know, Toy Fair rolls around, they just, they just throw out, if not hand-painted prototypes, like, the CG renders, and they're just like, we're doing mind-wipe, and here's what he looks like, and you can just see the whole toy at once as you're finding out about it. Like, I feel like that would have been about five times as exciting, um, and it's kind of diminishes the excitement a bit. And I'm also realizing this is cyclic because this is how things were for a bit and then leaks went away and now they're just coming back. So I don't know. I'll get over it. But I wanted to whine for a moment while we were uh discussing these things. What about you guys? You do you guys feel okay about about the sort of like this trickle right before the storm or do you just want the storm?
0: The storm's gotta come, man. It's it's like with with band-aids. You don't sit there and pull out a little bit, you just kinda go and then Revel in everything. Or you
1: don't take a razor and try to, to cut the band-aid into a whole bunch of tiny rectangles and pull them off one yeah. sliver at a time and Yeah. <laughs> uh anyway, we have more pictures to talk about in the section that I called in our topic list. New picks kind of picked for us already. Because I mean we gotta talk about these things, and then this basically fills out a new pick-pick section. What are we gonna do? Not talk about them? Like, not talk about the reveal of Masterpiece Primal's prototype! Uh, this was in one of those magazines. Figure King. I was gonna say Figure King, and then I was second-guessing myself. Um, so we've got, uh, the scan from Figure King of, uh, the gray prototype for Masterpiece Primal. Things to, to, to mention, um, it looks like he's got three different face sculpts for his gorilla mode. Uh, it looks like he's got LED lighting for his robot mode eyes, uh, and he's got the pop-up blaster on his wrist, he's got the shoulder launchers, he's got two swords, um, and he's got friggin just sexy ball socket connected pistons on his ankles in robot mode um before i go any farther uh tj how are you feeling about our first look at the working version of masterpiece beast convoy
2: oh my god i want it you're you're i want it i want it i want it so much you're feeling good about this i'm i'm enjoying it so far like <clears throat> because we have worked in a lot of engineering on this toy there's uh some noticeable paneling to the beast mode Mm -hmm. it's not okay okay like like beast wars primal wasn't the cleanest toy to begin with yeah Mm -hmm. admittedly and yeah it's obvious it's a similar transformation and there's a lot of exposed stuff going on but everything else about this makes me feel really really good like the fact that he can stand upright in his head can move and follow with it.
1: Yeah, I feel like the 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 gain here is his beast mode actually can articulate now. Right. As opposed mm-hmm. to just looking like a somewhat stunted version of his robot mode. It's got like its own silhouette going on. Right. Um like as has been pointed out, probably the weakest part of the toy. The beast mode feet look terrible. Kind of no way around that. They they look kind of like a mess. I don't really know how i would have seen that solved other than having so many tiny moving parts in there that it could have been ridiculous and maybe that's the thing we should see in masterpiece masterpiece operates at this weird budget nowadays where it's like sometimes they can go whole hog but sometimes it feels like they kind of they have to cap it somewhere right um it's
0: probably one of those things where they start looking at like man five percent more we can get it or if it's one we're like man we gotta double the price in order to get little tiny bit to work right because there's 83 pieces that are going to go into it. Yeah,
1: for the foot transformation to work, we need to raise the price to like 2,000 yen or something. Uh, right. And, and should they be because Masterpiece or is this compromise still getting the spirit across? Like That's going to be up to mm-hmm. the end user. I, I feel like the compromises I'm seeing, I kind of wish that maybe of all of them, one, there was one less, but I don't feel like it takes away from the end result enough to, to put me off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron, how are you feeling about the look of the, the overall thing?
0: Um, I think it looks good. I, I really do like the fact that the beast mode can, you know the, the head moves and changes because, you know, the original Optimus Primal, just like as an AP could stand one way or look really sad trying to stand any other way. With
1: his lack of a neck, basically <laughs>
0: with, his, with his lack of a neck. That and the gorilla mode has very gorilla-ish proportions. Yes,
1: I love the proportions. slot.
0: Big Big upper body and forearms and kind of small legs with thick thighs. And I'm still trying to figure out just how everything kind of folds out and around. Yeah. To do, to do the magic that it does. Because it's... it's. I don't know if, like, those chest panels kind of double up and fold over. And that's what makes, like, from gorilla to to robot. Because I really don't think that's just, like, the old... Beast Wars thing of the head just kind of flipping around and doing its thing. So there, it'll be re- it'll
1: be really interesting when we get more in hand. There's a high likelihood of there being still some complicated and panel oriented motions. Also because it was, uh, I think Yuki said that Kobayashi's been working on this, and Kobayashi okay. likes him some you know panel compression. So yeah. uh, I think that's that's necessary on a project like this. Like so, some right. people. I heard there was there was a, a vocal negative reaction to the Kobayashi name drop because, you know, he's 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 the guy who quote-unquote replaced Hisui or whatever. Uh, but I... So, sorry, you can't hear my eyes roll. They don't roll that hard. That, that I shouldn't be hearing them because that means you've actually snapped the muscles, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Uh, that's your health care, not mine. I feel like if you're going to go for something that's going to swap proportions like this, it's got to get complicated. It's got to be like... I, the first thing I think of is Studio Half-Eye's GoDanner which literally turned inside out, um, like section by section. Um, and I mean, that's not what's happening here. But what I like about this that's making me excited is clearly it transforms like the primal toys we're used to. But clearly, mm-hmm. that's the ba- that's the basic motion. The intricacies are a lot more difficult to identify right away. And I think that's going to make it pretty fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, in concept, it might turn out to be a finicky, frustrating thing, in which case, Hey, you know what? Does anyone really need the gorilla mode? It's a fun bonus. Most people just think about the. I think most people just think about the robot mode. Um, do you guys, are you guys hoping there's going to be a face plated head with like the full face plate? Cause I kind of am. I, I'm. Uh, there was a
0: point of me that was going to say battle mask or bust the first time you said anything to me, but I decided that I want to be a. <laughs> oh, thing. oh, the
1: mutant mask. Yeah. No, I mean I want that. I want that. I'm going to be mad if Doctor Wu or somebody doesn't friggin' get on that.
0: That that weird kind of angry face. Predator thing. baboon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that I mean that's got to happen at least third party somehow. But I'm just thinking like you know when his. I mean, it didn't happen that often, did it? Like when it would seal up over his mouth? Uh,
2: I can only remember two incidents where that came closed.
1: Yeah, fi- his final appearance in this body and then like what? Episode 1, maybe? Yeah. I don't think it was episode 1. It was at some point when he was flying. I know that much. Cuz it was like his yeah. it was like his flight mask almost. This is this is a really dumb thing to spend a lot of time thinking about. Because someone can just well, come and tell us.
2: No, no, no. What makes it no? What makes it absolutely interesting to talk about is the fact that we've got a gorilla mode with three faces, and his robot mode, which we know has alternate faces in the show. So far, we don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I've seen a good theory go around that that kind of accessory piece is an absolute prime thing that Amazon Japan might have jumped on to say we want that as our online exclusive pack-in or whatever and that would would be a shame but (laughs) but uh we'll see this is still a great prototype i just love if amazon.jp just locked that down we want that demon face oh that one no i meant yeah i meant the i meant the smooth face plate not the demon face i don't no, the demon face seems
2: like something like okay well like on the other ones it's okay it's it's well think of like bumblebee
1: like the one they wanted was the toy accurate face I mean, I I bet you, I bet you if Kobayashi is the one who worked on this, he at least wrote down, he at least penned the idea of the mutant face. Like, there's no way that wasn't at least drawn in concept art. Because that's as fan-wank as you could possibly hope for. Um, But uh, I don't think there's a date on this yet uh, that I could spot. Like, it looks like it's still sort of just, it's happening this year. Probably second quarter, I would assume. But I don't think there's a date or a price yet. So um, I would
2: presume on the actual masterpiece schedule, it'd be somewhere behind Ratchet at this point.
1: Yeah. Well, Ratchet is—he's uh, second quarter, right? Or is he March? Am I missing that? Uh. Up?
2: Okay. Remember. No, we got. Uh, no. Okay. This month was Ironhide. Just got charged for him. It's Rodimus next month. Oh no! Mar- Laser wave. Yeah, March is him.
1: So yeah, Ratchet's April. Uh, that means yeah, you know, that that means Q two could be primal. So, that would be cool. Also, how freaking cool is it that we're sitting here going like, well, hang on, we got how many? We we'll, we have like four masterpiece toys coming out in the first half of twenty
3: sixteen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, anything else you guys want to throw in about uh, masterpiece primal? No. No, no one's gonna be the one who says I can't believe they didn't put rubber skin over all the joints. Where what's my high end money going towards? Oh god,
0: I th- I thought that went without saying.
1: It does, yes. I felt kind of so I, I so I, I did I I decided to be the guy on Twitter to just say it, but uh, I think I at least one person didn't quite catch that I was joking and explained to me that that probably would be a bad idea, and I didn't have the heart to carry the conversation on. <laughs> Because I was like, I was like in, in my head, I was like, no, you're absolutely right. That's a stupid, horrible idea. <laughs> like, that would be the worst. Um, I think there needs to be one
2: guy out there saying the whole thing needs to make... The whole thing should look like it's made of wax to match the actual cartoon animation.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly.
2: And That was... Not to dip into
0: my what I got, but it's amazing how bad Beast War stuff actually looks in the first place. So... In in this situation, you know, make it look all right, and it'll come around.
1: And I want to know about your what you got now. Yeah. But first, we got to talk about the other figure king reveal, uh, which um, is another uh, great prototype. This is for Unite Warriors Bruticus. This is the new blast off that turns into a shuttle. Uh, surprise, surprise! Everyone was shocked that this is happening, shocked and surprised. Uh, this is a fully original piece again. It looks like he uh, he shares some transformation concepts in the legs with Rook, with the sideways aerial bot thing. And uh, I went on Twitter, because my first reaction seeing this on my phone was, where the hell did the nose cone of his shuttle mode go? But uh, it was pointed out, and I agree, that just his shuttle mode, the front chunk, like, folds in on itself, and the nose cone is inside his chest. Um, he's got an original handgun and an original hand foot gun, which I'm really happy to see, because Groove really slummed out and just borrowed somebody else's, if I recall correctly. Uh, Blastoff has an original one, and it's hinted that he's going to be painted like uh, his G1 character model. The main thing people are asking is, are they going to purposefully paint the wrong part of his face as his eyes, like in the G1 model? Because the forehead crest on that was painted as the eyes, while his actual eyes were treated like the top half of his mouth, or whatever. Um, I kind of hope they don't, because that's funny, but... We can leave that up to someone like Repra Labels to give us the option for. Uh, I think this looks pretty cool, but uh, TJ, how do you think this looks? Um, I'm liking it so far.
2: And he comes off a lot bulkier than the other Combiner War figures so far. Like well, Outside like Rook or something like that. Mm. But because he's got that nose cone transformation in the front, his chest gets a lot bulkier and puffier and his legs get pretty beefy and
1: especially in the feet just having those big thrusters as his feet i always forgot that that was the animation models approach yeah like that because i for some reason i always thought the animation model in my brain i always subbed in who was it muvor from rid
0: oh yeah the gray shuttle yeah
1: and his his robot mode model in rid was a lot cleaner i forgot how like just weird ass sloppy. The G one bottle looks in kind of a cool way, but yeah, the thruster feet uh, are they are like he kicks you in the friggin' face when he kicks you in the face. Um, yes, I got. <laughs> I have nothing for that. All capital letters on the first half. I, I got a feeling that when he's in his darker animation colors, it's gonna help smooth out his torso. Like just darker colors tend to do that, I find. Um, they, you know, they, ma- they, they mask and blend the, uh, the, the puffiness of his pecs, uh, into his, into his abdomen. Um, Aaron, how are you feeling about Blast Off? Um,
0: I, I wasn't terribly surprised that Takara was gonna do their own Blast Off after, uh, Groove. So, uh, the, <gasps> didn't get me quite as much. But, um, yeah, it, it, it looks interesting, um, Again, I can see why this looks like there's probably a little bit more complexity in it than your average combiner limb, um, especially depending on how the the nose of the shuttle goes away. So I can see why why Hasbro would, I'm going to air quotes, cheap out on it. Um, plus, it's more design time, more lead time. But yeah, this is it, this it, isn't
1: it, coming out until, I think <laughs> April.
0: Right, and by April it's going to be, Combiner Wars is going to be gone. So, um, it might be, again, it's a thing that I kind of think like, man, I'm going to add this and get the, the Japanese set because it's so much cooler. Then it's like, yeah, that's 135 bucks for another toy that whatever I kind of already have everything else of. So I'm not paying 135 bucks for a deluxe
1: yet. Well, now, now that there's another duo uh, <clears throat> in the, in the form of Blastoff and Groove, I feel like there's a decent chance that. Man, I haven't heard this in a while. Yeah, uh, it's been a bit. I, I feel like there's a decent chance that maybe like later this year, like you know, Q3 or even Q4. Uh, maybe Groove and Blastoff might make their way stateside as online exclusives again. See, like the last that'd bunch. be
0: interesting if they did that or if they did, like, a, a Toys R Us 2-pack. Yeah. They'd do, like, a versus pack, and so that you could get two guys that are fighting each other, okay, whatever, for, like, the little kid level, and yeah. then, like, for the grown-ass nerds can go, oh, wow, that's the 2-pack yeah. that I need to complete these other things that have been sitting on a shelf for a while.
2: Yeah, yeah the the combiner wars please ignore scale pack
1: yeah the, the yeah. giant motorcycle and the tiny space shuttle are going to have a big fight I, I just think that that's partly I mean other other than you know other reasons that may well be more solid I think one of the biggest things that stood against Groove was that he was just by himself mm-hmm. uh, and I think part of the reason aside from you know the, the remold factor Wild Rider and, and Slingshot also were able to release as like two deluxes releasing at the same time You know, it just felt it felt like it's it's a wider net to throw out now that there are two of these guys, and they can even tout. You know, these guys have much more retooling than just their heads. Um, I feel like it's you know it's not unrealistic to think that by twenty seventeen people will have had a chance to get these guys on their own.
2: I know Quickslinger and uh, Breakneck ended up. You know, it felt more like those were fairly easy to do. It's just a head swap and a repaint. Mm. Whereas a you know complete new like complete new molding seems like you know especially him because he does he does have more bulk going for him than a typical combiner war figure. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit more. He's a little bit more involved engineering wise. Uh I I kind of I kind of feel like that's going to be a a harder sell just to be cost effective to release in like a small like only two only two toys per box
1: case i'm also like I'm, I'm ignoring one of the biggest things which is that groove and blastoff are developed for a japanese box set that means that like prime breakdown they may well have not even taken into account safety or price point issues yeah at all
2: mm-hmm. um, well, well supposedly you know if a, a, a sliver of artwork is anything to go by we are getting that mold release date side in a computron
1: box in i mean yeah indeed that is so, that is one of the very late if someone had released their leaked artwork in a way that was helpful to the community at all rather than in slices <laughs> that were in black and white so that people would keep going back to their weibo page then yes we would know for sure but <laughs> sorry do i sound salty about something i don't what just, just a little bit. bit uh but yeah I, there
2: is there, there is part of me that's hoping it's like something in my head that's saying you know we didn't see what strafe looked like uh if you're going to make him in the us maybe maybe it's a. Yeah, yeah. There's part of me that finds this a better fit than an aerial bot.
1: So, I had, that reminds me, there was one other question I had for you guys. It's something I caught on Twitter, and I f- this is, again, one of those times I feel so bad I can't remember who said it, because this was such a good idea. Someone who wants to keep Jet Blastoff as a different character, and they're going to just say, this guy is Decepticon Takeoff. I think that that idea is awesome. Takeoff, like Blastoff's like, idiot mm-hmm. brother that he hates has finally made his way <laughs> into the ranks of the Combaticons. <laughs> blast off! like god damn it take off and take off's like hey blast off hey take off take off take off take no 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 take, no, take off take, no no take no, no, off not, is... not, no not, no no come on. no no take no no go go I'm pointing take off that way no go take off no, no no take off is the one who tells the joke because take offs the one who's like hey hey blast off hey 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 tell me hey blast off hey tell me to take off and Blastoff just punches him in the face and leaves. <laughs> just shoots Dude. him in the face. <laughs> that's why Blastoff... How about you, take off? That's why Blastoff wasn't here in the States, because Takeoff <laughs> irritated him so much, he just went into space and missed the Combiner Wars. <laughs> so we had his brother Takeoff instead, who doesn't have a faceplate and is balding. Uh... Well, that's why he doesn't have a faceplate, because he keeps getting a shot off. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> my brother shot me in the face. <laughs> uh... Anyway, I like the idea of Takeoff as a different character to also legitimize that toy uh, in the same way that, like, you know, you, if, if you don't, then we finally have the one case where there's two versions of the same character in Combiner Wars, uh, as far as the limbs go. But yeah, Takeoff, I like it. Different head, different everything. Uh, anything else about Blastoff you guys want to throw out? I mean, there's also a picture of, of runa- Runabout riding on him and run a, run a thing riding him I remember it it's run about cuz he's black that's how i remember it b for his color
0: Why's he got to be about color man
1: because he's literally a black robot i went there uh i think this also shows that like you know blastoff looks bulky but seeing a legend toy riding on his robot or his uh, his shuttle mode it it looks like he's going to be you know size-wise more or less in line also like there's also the image of a black and white uh or grayscale bruticus with him in arm mode where he's kind of tiny. That actually that image was on our last topic. That was that was with Primal. Mm-hmm. Picture below him. Uh but yeah, I think that the this looks pretty neat. I want to know how animation they get with the colors cuz that could make this box set look very different from the Combiner Wars set. Uh and would, you know, in in the sense of selling toys, legitimize Buying this and the American one for a whole lot of people, at least according to some of the reactions I've been reading. Uh, So we'll see. Anyway, we've got a listener question. Aaron, TJ, you guys ready to answer a question from somebody? Sure. All right. Hello, says Quelp D. Hello, the one and only. Thank the Allspark, Mr. Vangelis. I have a quick question for you and your illustrious co-host. After getting the three femme formers from the Takara Legends line... uh, There's actually six of those now... I was amazed at the packaging, as it allowed me to easily repackage them and not lose any of the pieces. So my question is, do you prefer Hasbro's bubble-on-card packaging or Takara's box packaging? And is there any third-party packaging which has amused you? Thanks for reading this question. Quelp DPS Rider Click. Has anyone done Rider Click before? That seems like something that would have been done before, but I don't remember. I, I, think, I don't think I would so. remember a pun like yeah. that. Cause otherwise, props to Quelp D for doing what somebody should have done what, like six years ago? Like you guys had plenty of time to write or click. Anyway. <laughs> Aaron, packaging. Uh mm-hmm. now you, you're you've joined me in ditching a whole lot more packaging and paperwork, if I recall correctly.
0: Yes, now it's anything domestic, I keep cardboard. Mm-hmm. And even then, quite frequently I'm like, man, I don't
1: I don't need this packaging, it's whatever. So do you have a preference between, you know, the, the stuff you're able to trash or the stuff you feel inclined to keep? Any anymore it's
0: for domestic stuff, it's it's trash. I keep the card backs now again because it does have like bio stuff and a good splash picture, but for you know, for a while there it didn't really, and I think more of those got just tossed in recycle. Mm-hmm. Um when it comes to actual like presentation style packaging, I do like that, um, because it's it's more significant and it lets you show things off. As far as putting things back in the box, not really. I know I have plenty of things that I have a good box for in a bin in the basement, and then the toy itself is in a separate bag in a different bin, because I can't be bothered to go through my collection that's far too large for what a grown man should have, and and toys and stuff, but... Yeah, does
1: that make sense? I think so.
0: My, my runoff babbling there towards the end. <laughs> I felt like I was going a place, and then it just ran out of steam. So, <laughs> and then you were
1: like Connecticut, not Connecticut. I I have no idea what you're talking about. Connecticut is what I'm talking about. Uh, TJ, do you have a preference between the two extremes? Mm, not especially. I think it kind of
2: comes down to what the toy actually is. Hmm. Like, I I tend to prefer a box just because it feels like the toy is better taken care of. They're like, there's more care to make sure this gets to you intact. Mm-hmm. Whereas, okay, the, the this, we're just selling this to a kid. Just, like, glue it to a card and get it out the door. But... That's it. It it also kinda just depends on what they do with it. Like there's part of me in my head that said I kinda wish I had some Cybertron toy left over to buy because I love the packaging on those deluxes.
1: Yeah, that was the that was eye catching as hell when those toys dropped. Mm hmm.
2: Yeah, big splash logo in the background, you know, bright white, big bubble.
1: Yeah. I uh I, I've been this it's actually it's Galaxy Force, but I, I recently uh, have, have crossed the line of trying to get rid of import packaging too, uh, and I, I filmed a bunch of Galaxy Force packaging for potential videos someday in the future, and then you know, tossed it. But I kept one to ha- to have an example, and I kept the Noise Maze box because so I was like, I want to yeah. I want to keep an example of this packaging, you know, so I remember what it's like in hand and blah blah blah, but. Yeah,
2: import packaging, I think, is the only stuff I really hang on to anymore. Like, I used to be that type that, you know, just... Okay, I've got a back of a closet doing nothing. Let's just stuff boxes in there. Why not? You know, if it came with a toy, it's part of the toy. And I watched that go down to just keeping card backs. And then for a while, like, above my shelves, I had, like, my hall of armor, which was just, like, one card back from Beast Wars all the way up to some generations line Mm. and at this point i'm like it's just cardboard let's just pitch it all
1: yeah for for me it was it was it was layers because like a bottom line my answer is the very bottom line is i prefer hasbro packaging because i can just throw it out i don't have to i don't even have to consider whether i want to keep it because import packaging absolutely especially uh, those legends boxes i kept those because they are so nice and resealable and have such strong presentation my first criteria I, I ended up sticking with is if I can't actually repackage the toy without sitting there re-twist tying twist ties, which I never want to do ever again after the one time I did it, I'm getting rid of the box. Um, but if it has like it basically and this this also extends to bubbles as well. My favorite packaging is the one where the toy is clamshelled in a way where I don't have to cut ties to get it out. And where opening the clamshell does not cause parts to spray everywhere. And that, and where every part has a place to go in the clamshell. There aren't bags taped to the bottom or just a slot in the clamshell where everything is in a baggie. All the little teeny bits and pieces. Like, I want I want a nice, like, just a clamshell that's, like, opens up. I can take the figure out and I can put it back in with all its bits and pieces. I really mm-hmm. like that. And I And those are the packages I tend to keep just because they're like, yeah, these are figure storage coffins. Uh, which which is my favorite packaging concept. I also, uh, like, stepping away from that, just speaking of aesthetics, I also just do prefer boxes. I like the fact that they stack. I have this weird thing about stackable stuff. It makes me feel really good. But, as I keep saying every week, uh, when, it, when it happens, at least, but for the last couple of weeks, it has happened, this is a listener question where I feel listener answers would be pretty cool, too. I really enjoyed reading people's uh, personal collecting rules. Uh, in response to that one listener question, so feel free to, to head into the thread and uh, drop in some of your own thoughts on, uh, you know, packaging preferences, aesthetically and practically. Because for me, those are two very different answers. Because, like I said, I'm so happy when toys don't have really nice packaging, but I like the figure because I could just rip that pa- like American Transformers deluxes. No knife, just yank. Just <laughs> You know, I get tempted sometimes to knife the bubble, and then I'm like, no, I'm just going to pull on the bubble real carefully. Oh, I ripped the artwork. I guess I could just tear the card in half to get this thing off. Um, I actually have a little tangent from this, but uh, Aaron, I think I, uh, I think, that, I think that we, we've actually had this conversation once many, many years ago. I don't know why I'm thinking that we had it, but I'm pretty sure we did. The question often comes up of, like, why is it that in America, a carded toy is all taped up and you have to rip it. It's glued on the top. There's no way to rip it apart, whereas in Japan or with collector's toys, it's a common thing to have the card where the card slides on uh, into the back of the bubble, but it can you can just knife the tape, slide it up, and then slide it back down. Likely loss prevention. The, yeah, exactly. I, I wanted to get that in here when we were talking about this topic.
0: Yeah. Um, so, so loss prevention is um, deterring... Thieves from going in and opening up a thing and, and taking parts out of it. And if you yeah. make it painful to deal with, then the odds of somebody just doing that really quick are much lower. That's why there's frequently two or three places of tape and annoying locations and twist ties and stuff like that. Um, that way, a big store can be pretty sure that all of the stuff is going to stay where it's supposed to be. Um, as opposed to like uh, at our Toys R Us. There is somebody that goes in and opens up like all of the um like vinyl ac- not vinyl action. Are they called vinyl action? the little like blind box Yeah, yeah. vinyl things. Every one of those packages has been opened at my Toys R Us because it's so easy just to to pop it open and to look and see what's inside of it. Yeah. And then I'm kinda of surprised they aren't all also empty at the end. But um so yes, by making it annoying to get into and having to spend those extra thirty seconds. Well a- of, of annoying and, and around, irreparable. Right. Too. It it uh, makes sure that if you're doing something, there's more of a chance to be like, hey, what's going on here?
1: Yeah. And, and uh, the reason why that is even a topic that is covered in, in that part of the industry, if I recall correctly, it's less about us and more about the relationships between toy companies and the retailers who want to carry their stuff. The retailers, yeah. it's, it's an olive branch to the retailers to have toys that are, you know, easy to stock and easy to or hard to just tear open in the aisle. Um. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, that, that that was on my mind when I saw this question. So I wanted to throw that in there. Uh, do you guys want to take an intermission break? I'm giving you the option.
2: Yeah, I've never had an option before in my life.
1: Like if you're just deer in the headlights, like we can just keep going. But do, does anyone need to? Does anyone need to use? Let's, let's take a break. Let's take a break. You keep. You, you keep would, does anyone need? You keep being
0: concerned. Do, do you
1: need? To, does do anyone you need, to, go need to urinate? Is my question. Do, I, do you need to go potty? No, I don't. I could sit here all day. Well, but that's okay. that does that actually has nothing to that has more to do with my personal hygiene and the puddle on the floor. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, Let's take a break. We'll be back after this, and we'll we'll not talk about puddles on the floor when we get back. I can guarantee you that, I think. Because he has a mop.
3: We're looking at Boomer. This is Boomer. He's got the biggest mouth of them all. He's the whale shock. Say hello to that round mound of pound and his power slam. Very deadly. He loves to tenderize the competition before he eats them. Then we've got... Sledge the Hammerhead. Sledge the Hammerhead loves to floor the competition with the flying headbutt. You got me? He's the leader of the street sharks. He's a great warrior. He's got the feel-real shark skin, and his special power is the right-hand roundhouse punch. He sends a competition to a watery grave. Boom! Death. Show you. I want to show you something up close and personal. I've got something here with such fantastic detail, it's going to blow you away. HAND SHARK! <sighs> to, uh, Rocky Balboa
1: action. Puddles! Hi, we're back. We're going to talk about what we got this week. Aaron! Yeah? Did you get any Transformers this week?
0: I did. Well, what We got two transformers this week. What
1: what So, you, what you get? D- do you want me do you want me to Let's solve. yeah, I want to know you you started you started you something. Let's what let's I got? button it cuz I cause
0: I kind of I kind of uh what is it? I I uh hung a lamp out there earlier.
1: Yeah.
0: Um lamp So I've
1: come home lamp shaded it.
0: Um so last weekend um, it was looking more and more like I was going to be going to Connecticut and so uh, one Ichabod uh, Joe said hey I'd like to come down and hang out with you for a little bit before you head off to Connecticut and they're gone for two or three months I said oh you know says, you know, that sounds great you know we'll figure something out because I live here so it feels like it's kind of boring and uh, Alfie had gone um, down to Indianapolis with some friends to do some urban exploration stuff and on the south side of Indy Saw this. Um, they weren't able to get there in time before it closed, but it was this place called the um, the the closet, the closet or something like that. I forget. I'll have to look it up real quick. But um, was a vintage toy store. So uh, we thought, well, hey, we can go check that out because Joe's a, a vintage toy guy, and he specifically had said that it was a, like Swamp Thing. Um, like the 1992 Swamp Thing or something rather or that he was kind of looking for, and it's kind of a weird thing, but a vintage toy shop might have it. Mm-hmm. And so we went and checked it out, and uh, saw they had like Zoo Ranger role play stuff in there. Ooh, not whoa. not Mighty Morphin. They had it was the Zoo Ranger. It was the it was the same thing as what came out here, but it was the like the bow and arrow, the spear and daggers. Oh yeah, the uh, the whatever power blaster blaster thing because, right? Well, well, but it wasn't. It did not include the axe and sword because in there it was a different thing. But uh, closet space toys was the Mm -hmm. name of the place. Um, but then they had they had a little bit of Power Ranger stuff and they had like a whole display case of of uh, Transformer stuff and like looking at it they had some G1 stuff and then they had some stuff on the back shelf that was of varying ages and hits like they had some kabaya kit stuff still sealed and like it was this weird like they say, they they're, they're saying vintage toys from the 70s and up or whatever but then they had like some odd pockets of stuff and uh, as I was going through there, I like couldn't remember which of the Kabaya kits I had to still build and deal with. So I wasn't going to buy any of those. But they did have uh, two still, C- well, still on card, but the card had separated from the bubble, uh, Fusors. And Ooh. so I picked up Nocturo and Bantor, who were both like the basic and size. I-,
1: <laughs> I love Nocturo. And I love Bantor. I uh
2: well.
1: I don't dislike Bantor. <laughs> like, well you're I... both wrong. What? why? What's up? Why? Oh. You got salt? You got beef? No, it was
0: just <laughs> it was just the, the whole thing of going back to you know and it's going back to animal toys and you got bat going back beef to beef with Moctoro? Um eight yes, I do. Um All also right. bull beef. Um <laughs> so going back to ninety eight, I think. Uh, uh, that'd be about ninety seven, ninety eight 98 mm-hmm. for uh, the Fusors. Um, man, it's amazing. Even with ball joints, it's still nice and, and mobile, but man, oh man, are uh, can you tell that qualities have changed? Um, mostly the, the biggest issue I have with both of these guys is they just look... I mean, I know for... I know that they're fusors, so they're going to look weird, right? Because it's a mm. it's a it's a Batnable and a a baboon, or not a baboon. Um, tiger, uh, and a tiger and a mandrill. Tiger and a mandrill. I was I was blanking on what the um what the ape version part yeah, of yeah, it was, yeah. but it, yeah, they're both. I mean, they're okay for posability, but like the the tiger and the mandrill has these giant front legs that are as big as his body because they also have to turn into his leg legs and his back legs just kind of hang out on the back of his left arm, like a afterthought. And it was just a whole lot of, of interesting. Um, both of their Spring gimmick things are weak after twenty years or so. Well, this is
1: why I'll deal with you talking some smack on Bantor because Bantor has got those leg things on his arm and his the butt on his arm or whatever, and it's it's weird. But but Noctoro, I mean, his beautiful head sculpt and and whether or not the spring load thing works, no one ever cared about that part. He's got he's got these little flank wings and these arm wings in his robot mode. That that head sculpt, that, that gorgeous head sculpt, that, the the arms that
0: get in the way of themselves.
1: No, listen. Those are the flank wings you're talking about. the the flank wings. You know, you need to move out of the way. No, 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 no. The, he he's got like a wrist
0: that has to be bent ninety degrees because he, all the wing part comes off of the back of his hand.
1: Yeah, you know, it's, it's part of the style. It's part of the style. Yeah, you know, aesthetic choices. Okay. the the, the head sculpt. Just, just look at the head sculpt. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah, it's it's. There's a whole lot of red.
1: The the whole Because he's a bull and he
0: sees red.
1: The horns are shared between both modes ahead of its time, Noctoro was.
0: So I got them for nearly original retail as well, which was another nice thing. That's good. Um,
1: never never, yeah. never so, overpay for Fusors, in my opinion. That's yeah. sadness.
0: Never pay for Fusors. No. Um, wow. Yeah, I went Shots there. Shots no, it was it was a really neat uh store to go see. Joe picked up some stuff and Alfie picked up some stuff and it was it was fun. They had uh like a whole thing of masks that there was only one thing in that display case I didn't have and I started looking at it and then I got smacked upside the head saying, No, we you have to conserve money because you're probably going to Connecticut and
1: you know, need to have money. Yeah. But uh we ha- we had a good time. I saw some and, uh, vintage mask in Victoria, but it was there were only two there I didn't have, and one of them was the big dumb white van that just splits open, and there's a rocket ship inside.
0: Yeah, a red, like, weird jet thing. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I had that one. Yeah. Because it had two buttons on the back of it, one that opened the clamshell, and then one that popped the jet thing up, and then when you took the jet off of it, it was still like an anti-aircraft gun thing.
1: Yeah, that, I don't know, I don't like that one much, and no, I, I made the vow val- that if I, if I ever go complete on mask, I'm going to try to make that the last one I get because, like, it, the van doesn't transform. The van is just a shell. Like, I like, I do like the two button thing, but the van doesn't transform. It turns into like an anti aircraft thing, and you, you, you rolled it, and that thing spun. The van is just these two things. Of, you could rip the two van shell pieces off, and the toy would just be a, a an anti aircraft gun. The van doesn't do anything. I thought I knew you. I don't. You know how much I care about that thing. I don't even know its name. I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it the 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 big dumb van. What splits in half? The B D V W S I H. You know what? You know what's a better toy than that van? Noctoro. It's a better toy than that van. Aaron, I'm jealous. You got to you got to get some some on card fusors. I don't know if I can speak with you. You got some on card fusors. I'm jealous. I did. I'm even jealous of your band tour. No, it was.
0: It was nice and it's a place that I probably will hit up anytime that we're like in Indianapolis and have some extra time other than the fact it's on the far side of the city from me. But it was fun. Then we also went to like this indoor flea market place and that was super sketchy Mm -hmm. because I've been to other indoor flea markets where you like put your price tag on the thing and when you go and check out, they look at the price tag and they say, oh, OK, that's booth." 83 and then they'd write whatever down no this place was like each of the little booth things had like chain leak fence that the booth owner would pull across it and lock it with locks and there were people in each of the booths trying to convince you to buy their like was um, Alfie had seen some Ninja Turtle toys that were like looked kind of odd and like the orange on Michelangelo was like Day glow radiation orange, and not kind of like that muddyish brownish orange that Michelangelo should be. And Donatella was like almost a hot pink purple instead of like a dark purple. And she's like, I don't think these are like real toys. And I'm like, well, they're toys and they're real, but I don't think they're real turtles either. Mm. And the guy's like, oh no, I got the whole set of real ones over here. And then pulls out something else. It's like, you, I, we're going to go somewhere else. <laughs> But
1: <laughs> you take him was... aside and say, "Listen, <clears throat> the Italian name for noctoro is toro alato, which means winged bull. Think about it and just leave." Okay,
0: those were two entirely different places, but I'm sure that the 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 creepy crazy guy would would dig on that.
1: Yeah. Also, Aaron, we got some Skype lag. I'm just going to say it out loud, just in case I forget to edit it. He didn't forget, but he only did one pass. Okay, we got a, a good half second. I can tell. All right. Um, but did you do any other Transformer stuff this week? I
0: did not do any other Transformer stuff this week. I did see the second set of the two-pack, um, the um, br- uh, Robots in Disguise Hunters pack
1: thing, and I almost did it again today. I was like, oh, look, the- no, no, you're not buying any more of those, Aaron. Put it down. We, uh, we got soft confirmation they're going to do a strong arm, so now I'm, I'm set on getting a, whoever I need to get to have them scale with Deluxe Grimlock. All right. Uh, it's it's begun. Just three of them, I think. But yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Aaron, I'm going to come back to you because I, I got a thing I need to talk to you with, and with this lag, that's going to be real interesting. But, okay. TJ, did you get any Transformers this week?
2: Uh, I actually did not. Oh, no! Uh, I, I... I'm honestly disappointed in myself at this point, because in the last two weeks, I have walked through multiple Walmarts and Targets, went to a Toys R Us, and found nothing I wanted.
1: Oh, I saw a, a hell of a drought uh, in Victoria and Toronto for the last couple of weeks. Um, actually, I saw the Combaticons, but at a comic shop, so they were 25 Canadian each, and I, I just can't do that. Yeah, uh,
2: I, I just... I think I saw one target that actually had Combaticons in stock and I was kind of amazed to see it. Yeah. but I think I'm kind of in a holding pattern until Hasbro Toy Shop decides to put out something other than uh, Warrior Class Fracture, because I do want that fracture a lot, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to pay shipping on just one Warrior Class toy. Oh, I hate
1: that. I hit that with um, the Mega Bloks Krang set from their Ninja Turtle stuff. He's like five bucks below free shipping. He's not in any of the Toys R Uses near either of the places that I've been for the last little while. And I was like, eventually, I think I just got like a a Mega Bloks Halo minifigure on like one of the the Heroes ones because it was like six bucks just because I was like free shipping. Come on. Just add like three candy bars to the order. Yeah. God damn it. Well, I, I have I have no transformers to report either because um, you know I didn't want to I didn't want to do comic store prices on Combaticons, Uh and I, and otherwise I've I've not been finding stuff myself. Uh, off topic though, um, a couple things. Aaron, this is actually the thing I wanted to talk with you about. I unearthed all my old Lego back in Victoria, and okay, uh, I
0: can talk to you again.
1: Got it all into two bins and a box. Oh, you you back?
0: Yeah, I can talk to you again. Two, we're good. Three. We're cool.
1: Okay. I hope so, because we, we, I think we still have a good second and a half on this end. Um. So I I, I had the, the Black Knight's castle, I had a pirate ship, and all these other old sets that I forgot I kept parts of the paperwork for, but in my childhood, all their parts got mixed up for the most part. Some, some were separated here and there, but many weren't. So, Aaron, I've got this gigantic just bin of childhood Lego, And I have a video clip I even shot that I still need to put up on Twitter to to send your way. But uh, I I need I need you to uh, to come out to Victoria and sort it all for me because I know that's the kind of thing that you're you're into doing for exposure and uh, for exposure for your for your your resume.
0: Yeah. Okay. For exposure. Um, What you could do is you could ship all that Lego here, and some may go back to you.
1: I mean, I could, but (laughs) it's all in Victoria. So what what if you shipped yourself to Victoria? You know, on a plane Your mom likes
0: me, I'll just tell her that that You said I needed all of that Lego And uh, I'll cover the shipping Costs so that she doesn't have to She'd believe so, me
1: So, true story, I, I'm I'm still considering it I might try to get all that stuff if, if you make it to TFCon I might try to get that stuff here before TFCon and, and, and see if I can Convince you to sit down with me On a non-TFCon day If you end up having days that are not during TFCon and I wanna, I wanna have an Aaron sit down and help me sort Lego Day. I'll, 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 okay. I'll make you some Mabo tofu. It'll be good. I'll, I'll bring the shaker head. The shaker head?
0: Yes, the shaker head. It's a brick sorter thing that you I'm, put all the, the bricks I'm in the shrugging. top of it, and it has different size uh, screens basically in two or three different stages.
1: Holy so crap! So it'll have
0: all the big bricks will be in the top, all the middle size bricks will be in the middle, and then all the small stuff will th- fall through to the bottom.
1: Alright, alright. I like the sound of this. And it and it looks like a minifigure head. Oh, man. Because I'm convinced that at least my pirate ship and my Black Knight's castle are still complete. And I want to rebuild those and look at them for a little while and then think about whether I want to keep them.
0: Yeah, they they likely will be unless you, like, traded Lego bricks with kids. If it all ended up in just a big bin, then you'll probably be fine. Or, or pretty close to it because, like, the... Um, the the um, tower bridge that Alfie got for super cheap, uh, it's finally finished construction and she's only missing like nine pieces and all of those pieces. It's, it's going to cost us another like $5 at most with mostly shipping costs again to get complete. And worst case scenario, you look up what you're sure you had, what the parts list says it's supposed to be. And you can put a bunch of those back together. And if you have to end up ordering like five or six pieces that ended up in a yard or something dumb, then you have the complete Lego sets of your childhood.
1: Oh, man, I'm so excited because I I moved all my uh, my G1 childhood stuff, Micro Masters and Action Masters aside. uh, They were all in a cabinet that we we were going to get rid of. So I moved them all into a new cabinet in the the second floor of the house uh, where they're in a place of honor. They're like my childhood army. And uh, I also forgot to take a picture of them while I was there. But uh, then I was like, man, get, I, got, I got the Childhood Transformers Army in, in a place of honor. Childhood Lego needs a place of honor, too, at least before I sell it for profit, which I might do. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, I also found uh, my, my Childhood Micro Machines. I have a whole bunch of Micro Machines that I'd forgotten about. Nice. Uh, you know, those little 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 pocket play sets that fold in half.
0: Oh, I hate you. I wanted those so much as a kid. I had <laughs> one of them.
2: That was like the beach one.
1: I had the beach one. I had a bunch of other ones too, and I had the plane. I had the the uh, two the two-decker plane.
2: God, I only had one of those. It turned into it turned into like a gas can.
1: I didn't have the gas can. Um, <sighs> my 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 only non clamshell set was the plane, but uh, <sighs> I had no time to document very much because we were moving stuff out of the way for some construction stuff, but. Uh, it's all semi-organized. Next time I go there, my, my plan is, next time I go to Victoria, I'm gonna start going to start digging through and processing and then maybe selling some of my old stuff. Uh, I'm also filling time for what we got off-topic because I got some off-topic stuff, but it's all insanely Seth-centric. Like, it's all a bunch of flat-earth nonsense. No, it's uh, some 3A stuff and a Marvel Legends figure. I got Marvel Legends Taskmaster. Pretty good toy. But Seth talks so much about Marvel Legends, I feel like I've got to talk about this thing with him. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I don't think I got anything else off topic either, aside from some Glyos. And I believe, TJ, you got the same stuff that I did for the most part. For the most part, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm talking about the latest drop. The, thing, the main thing I want to talk about is, did you end up getting the the little Naboto with the super creepy painted eyes? Uh, Yeah, I did. It's, it's really, really creepy looking. I like him.
2: Yeah, he, I mean he he's got this like Grinch in a Santa suit thing going on, and then there's those reptile eyes dead center.
1: Yeah, uh, with like like straight up dashed in like slit pupils. Mm-hmm. I thought for a second they might have been carved in, but it's not guided. It's just like no, it's painted on. Um, that that's that's about it for me. Other otherwise, uh, I was gonna ask you T.J. because like for the most part the the drop is is. Uh you know stuff we've talked about before, but did you get a hold of a zeroid? uh yeah, it's on my desk right now uh now are you in club Zeton or is this your first experience with a, with a zeroid? uh,
2: this is my first one. I couldn't get into the club It was too expensive at the time
1: okay uh how are you finding the zeroid?
2: Uh, it's a neat little thing i mean it's it's got the same Roboforce feel to it that uh the the new ones have like you know big- bol- solid blocks of plastic, yeah to combine on to um i know smaller park count so it feels a little bit more limited limited to me but i've got it to to do some some fairly
1: neat things so far cool yeah i uh for those who don't know the so the, the Zeroids so, so uh toyfinity has done robo force uh which which is an old uh robot toy property and they've they've redone a base body for robo force a customizable one using glios part swapping uh, the Xeroids were a predecessor line to RoboForce in a way, uh, which were smaller, kind of more like, you know, Tinker Toy style robots. And uh, Toyfinity has the license for those and is doing them as uh, as glass compatible, smaller figures. So that's what we're talking about. Retro looking mm. robots with blocks for legs.
2: John is actually really cool and hooked me up with a couple of apocalypse figures, including the Sarvos that I've been after forever.
1: Oh yeah. I think I saw that on Twitter or on one of the Facebook groups. Congratulations. I like yeah. my Apocalypse Build Man was the first time I ever spent too much money on a Glyos figure.
2: <laughs> yeah, I got the, I got the I got the build man. He sent me the Axis joints to go with it too, so Sweet. I know what an I know what an apocalypse Arjun looks like now. Yay! Man. Yeah, that's that's Sarvos, man. That was like my number one figure to get, and it's taken me a while to track any of them down.
1: That's that was like me and Legacy Calgrim for the longest time. It's a good feeling to uh to satisfy like the first grail. Mm-hmm. And he's gotta figure out what your next couple are. <laughs> oh, there's a list. Oh good. <laughs> um But yeah, that that Zeroid, I was able to build him into a going with the theme of this drop, I was able to build that Zeroid into a fun little like like hover sled podium for the the armor dude. Oh, nice. And uh, and that that was fun. That was a fun way to spend like half an hour. Um, but yeah, I, that's about it for me. Uh, TJ, anything else on your off topic end?
2: Well, uh, aside from the pile of gliaos, not a lot. I I think this is the first time I went out of my way to buy stuff just to customize because I'm really starting to like painting them up. Hmm. Uh for for actual stuff, um I did get a big box of icons in. Icons.
1: Oh! Yeah. For a second I was like, why are you buying DC toys? And then I realized <laughs> that we're talking about something else. No, like
2: no, I'm buying boxes full of small digital pictures. Yeah. Identify things. Printed out
1: Windows ninety five icons. It's a new collector scape, you know grassroots um i am about two steps away from finally watching common rider ghost because a i heard it's getting good and b i wanted to wait till i had a pile of it
2: well, there is an effective pile of it now
1: yeah i, I watched videos of the new roleplay toy that's like ectoplasmic eyedropper thing that says yes sir and so i'm like all right i gotta catch up on this show um but uh you are, did, are you going complete on them
2: um I think at the very least, I want the 15 they made a big deal out of, plus, uh, like, major forms. Okay. If the major forms have icons, because I know, like, the mid-season's got its own belt.
1: Yeah. So, th- this was, like, was this box, like, just playing catch-up? On... Um... Uh,
2: pretty much. This was me just stockpiling over at my, uh, my private warehouse at HLJ. Okay. So... All you know, Like, one box had Robin Hood, Billy the Kid, Tutankhamun, Ben K, Beethoven, Nobunaga, and the Boost icons. Yeah. I So, yeah. So, for the like the people listening who don't know what this is, uh, I got a bunch of plastic eyeballs that make sound effects in a belt.
1: Yeah, and that, uh, for the most part, don't make sound effects on their own. For the uh, most part.
2: For the most part. Boost does. Yeah. But... That was one of those tricks where it's a blank spot on the belt, so we can make it sound however we want. Hmm. Which feels strangely like there's something less satisfying about that one just because I can't click through all the different pictures on it like I can the others. Yeah. Like, you hit the button, it makes a sound effect, and it lights up the one picture it has. Now, it looks awesome. Now, I will give it that, and... Yeah, the new noises are effective
1: in it. Hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I've been I, for some reason last night spent a while like catching up on demo videos of that stuff because I was curious and I'd just not been paying attention. And uh, they look, they look satisfyingly ball-like in hand. That kind of indescribable. It's nice to hold a ball yeah. kind of way.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah. It's a nice feeling in the hand. It gives you that little like that thing for your board hands to do just like you know clicking through the different It's got
1: good palm feel.
2: Yeah, there there's a word for it.
1: Yeah. It's like mouth feel but for your palm.
2: Yeah, I was thinking mouth feel. It seems a little weird
1: though. You can you know what? You want to pop one in your mouth and just sort of roll it from cheek to cheek? Like I'm not going to say no.
0: You could it's just the... use the word feel. No, no, palm feel. No,
1: no, error. no, no. no. no like no. you feel with your hands, right? It's got good palm feel, but but does, does it have good finger feel? that's the thing is the palm feel equal to the finger feel or is the palm feel perhaps slightly greater in effectiveness than the the finger feel and what about the flick factor okay so plastic eyeballs i'm here to ruin toys like people have ruined coffee okay like that's what i'm here <laughs> to do
2: yes you're effective at it
1: Trust yeah. me. um so yeah was, was that just the bulk of the uh, of the delivery that's all it was. Like I was literally
2: just sitting on the uh, on those forever, going, "Please, like something else come in stock that I actually want."
1: Please, within sixty days. <laughs>
2: within sixty days, and then like some of the icon, like I think uh, Robin Hood went to fifty-seven. Like ah, uh,
1: no, G- okay, send me eyeballs. Yeah, I I had like a bad couple months ago when I had three frame robos. And then when they hit the 60 days, all I had in the in in the warehouse were two Q transformers. So it was like the the lightest, cheapest to ship and most unexciting box ever. And then uh, (laughs) today went the opposite direction. I got like Fig Arts, Force Awakens, friggin Fig Arts, Bruce Lee and Masterpiece Ironhide all in the same box, just lining up like that. So I got I got a box of excitement on the way now. That's uh, always good. Assuming they ship it before the weekend, which at this point, with the time zones, probably not. But whatever. Um. Yeah. All right. Um. Do you guys? By the way, are are either of you guys going for Masterpiece Ironhide? I, I'm sure I've asked you this already, but now that he's out, mine's bought. <coughs> not as of yet. All right. Well, Aaron, you're you're probably going to hear a whole lot about him. Uh, with well enough time to decide for yourself. Uh, it seems like probably by the next time at least we're all recording we're gonna have some stuff to say uh but anything else you guys got off topic this week or shall we just close up and move along uh rebel galaxy rebel galaxy i picked up that video game yeah oh yeah 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 that, that like showed space up in trucking that... in space yeah i had that in my steam uh whatever they called it where we had to scroll through the list of recommendations to get trading cards
0: yeah, so I I picked that up and I actually started playing it on the Xbox One, and then all of this Connecticut stuffs happening, and so I ended up getting it on Steam as a double dip. So I I actually have a game or two I may be playing while I am out in Connecticut, but uh, it was nice. it's it's been fun so far. Uh, it took a little bit to get used to some of the combat style stuff and the fact that. I think it lies about its encounter scaling because Mm -hmm. I I managed to on a salvage. I got a weapon that was like a Mark four and everything else I had was Mark two. And I think it just like looks at your highest mark of thing because all of a sudden Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, hey, here's a a thing that says it's going to be average difficulty. Whooped my ass. And then I went and tried it a different way. (laughs) Whooped my ass. I'm like, what is going on? With it. it says it should be average, and it's just swamping me. What the heck? And then I went and, like, searched just a little bit, and then the consensus is, yeah, it looks at your highest mark thing. So it's saying mark four and average means that that's actually up two steps, and, oh, that's a very hard, not an average. All right, well, I'll I'll leave this and go for all of the easy and very easy ones and fight my way up until I have everything else leveled to level three or four and then it will make sense again or just sell off the super high level thing.
1: I want to try that game because I like space in general.
0: Yeah, uh. it, it's it, it's really good with it. Um, the kind of fast travel thing I wish worked a little bit better than what it does. So you have like your regular speed and then it has your sublight speed and then it has like your warp. But if you get too close to stellar mass, it drops you out of warp. And so that's not too bad. Because, like, if you're coming out of a planet, you don't want to, like, into the planet. And I get that. And, you know, because going splat would kind of suck. Uh, So, but then, like, when you're going to a station, you kind of aim in that direction and you start it. And generally, they have other stuff that's around the station. So you have a little bit of space that you can aim into. But then sometimes you'll be going through, like, near an asteroid field or a nebula, and there'll be one thing that's just kind of out of it a little bit, and then that's enough to drop you out of it. And then you like gotta put around to get around that thing, and then jump again. But mm. it's fun, and it—I've enjoyed my time with it so far.
1: Nice. Yeah, it's—I think it's on my Steam wish list because uh, I, I want to give it a shot sometime. I uh, actually—I mm. I got a game that I played through last night uh, that I didn't think I'd ever play. Uh, it's a weird story behind this I, I, I met up with, uh, with Ryan Hoopla and uh, we were talking about I, I mentioned I forgot why this came up but I was saying man I wish I could just at least watch a playthrough with no commentary of the Wavy Tube Man Chronicles which was the DLC for Gun Stringer by Twisted Pixel and it was a Kinect game that was entirely done in FMV in the style of Mad Dog McCree uh, like knowingly bad FMV really really funny stuff Uh, Mm -hmm. done in conjunction with Troma Film. Um, Anyway, later that night, I get a Twitter message from uh, Mr. Hoopla, uh, which is saying, yo, check this. It turns out the game has quietly been on sale on the Windows App Store for $1.68. So I bought it. Super short. It's not even really a game so much as a film you can click on. (laughs)
2: <laughs> but
1: it's in it's it, it's enormously worth a dollar sixty eight. It is a fantastic value for a dollar sixty eight. It's like one hour of your time, and I laughed a whole bunch, uh, and I was really happy about that because that that like closed up this weird little this this weird chapter that opened in the back of my head like four years ago or three three or four years ago, finally closed. So if you if you like doofy FMV games, like like seriously check it out.
2: I just saw where one of those came out called, like, Runabout. Uh,
1: I just got Roundabout, Yeah, actually. I, I just got the Humble Bundle that that was in. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Roundabout is very much like... It, like yeah, if, I've, it, I've
2: seen it is very, like, 90s FMV in a very tongue-in-cheek, intentional way.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I would be playing that right now if I had not, like, kind of promised to myself, no, I'm going to stop friggin' playing games until I just sit down and finish the one I said I was going to finish. But, yeah, uh... Wavy 2 Man Chronicles is, is very much in that vein, just in the Mad Dog McCree mm-hmm. uh, side of things. It's super worth your two like you're under two bucks if you have it. Um, and it's in it's in the Windows App Store. I don't really know how to find it. All I know is that I was handed a link over Twitter and it was like for the UK version of the Windows App Store, but it still worked. uh I don't know if it's it's not on Steam. I don't know what to tell you if you can't get at a Windows App Store, but yeah, it's super worth it. Uh, Anyway, if that's all, then I think we've hit uh, the closure of Episode 392. So thank you, Aaron and TJ, for joining me here. Uh, TJ, I guess we're going to have we're going to have our race to see who gets Masterpiece Ironhide first.
2: Uh, well, mine's probably not going to be shipping until I can actually afford to ship it, because, oh, hey, uh, Capcom decided to have its way with my wallet when I told it not to. Oh, right! The,
1: with all their fun helmets and things.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of happy that, you because know, this week has already sucked. If that helmet came in for me to talk about on this episode, I would not
1: be... Pleasant about it? It's a stupid hat. I could put triple A's in it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll hear about that. Uh, oh, when yeah. time comes. Um, all right. Well, yeah. Uh, then I guess I'll tell you all about it next time. Uh, and Aaron, uh, when next we speak in a recorded fashion, I guess you'll be over in Connecticut. Yes, I will be. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes hearing about your uh, incredible travels
0: yeah i'm i'll be driving um i don't know quite yet if i will be stopping at nurse midnight's place on the way because oh, you should you should i I want to but i think unfortunately with timing and everything he said that he'd be like having to go to work at two in the morning and i'd probably be getting there at like 11 o'clock at night and so then it would just be a matter of having a free place to stay which wouldn't suck but At the same time, if it's going to end up being timing like that, I may stop earlier so that I have a more equal drive and I'm not pushing myself too too much when I am like Mm. the day after that than going to be at a new office place trying to figure out where everything is and meet all the people I'm supposed to meet and figure out life.
1: Yeah. Well, keep us appraised, at least over what what social medias you can. We'll all be rooting for you. <clears throat> I will. You should periscope the entire thing, of course. <laughs> still driving. It's,
0: it's still Ohio. Please send help. I'm still <laughs> in Ohio. It won't end. The state won't end. Oh, my God.
1: It'll be worth it, because when you get abducted by the UFO, at least you'll have, you know, documented stream proof. Yeah. Uh... All right. Well, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll hear from you from another state. And uh, as for the rest of you guys, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, me and Seth will have, at least if I remember to, I'll, I'll, I'll have a whole lot to talk about with a Marvel legend. And and I want to show off at Seth that 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 I have a Marvel legend because he has so many. Now I, now I've got one. So uh, stay tuned for that. And stay tuned for Transformers too. It's it's next time we talk will be in February. So Toy Fair, Nuremberg Toy Fair, we might. I don't know, get a photo of a bald German man, and uh, and then we'll have real Toy Fair a couple weeks after that. So, I'll stop for long on this and I'll say bye-bye. Bye. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Yeah.